Welcome to the newest episode of The Claims Coach. This is a roughly weekly podcast uh, aimed at and devoted to insurance claim professionals, risk professionals, and even attorneys who work in the space of insurance coverage and insurance defense. And I'm happy to announce that this podcast is now available on Spotify as well as iTunes. Uh, Please uh, access it whatever way is most convenient for you. And more importantly, please subscribe to the podcast. And the podcast is sponsored by Quinley Risk Associates, which is my consulting company. You're, You're speaking with him. You're hearing him. An army of one, so to speak. I serve as a expert witness on litigated insurance cases around the country, but I come from an operational, uh, decades worth of operational experience as an insurance claim professional in handling and managing claims uh, over a 30 plus 40 year span. So we're we're closing a series today on adjuster self-care, adjuster well-being, and the idea is uh, one of the risks that claim professionals manage is the risk of their own self-health, their mental health, their physical health, the idea that your greatest ability is your availability. And I'm going to round out the discussion with with some comments. I call it a five, roughly five-minute focus on stress management. Well, why do we need this? I think that's pretty evident to most all claims people. Our jobs are stressful. Our job, a lot of times, is to say no. Our job, unfortunately, a lot of times, is to help help people most of the time. But the other side of the coin is to dash their expectations of what they think their insurance policy covers or how much they think their claim is valued versus how much it's actually valued or what the policy really does say. And so the the clash between marketing hype, the clash between consumer expectations, whether reasonable or unreasonable, and reality sometimes comes to a head-to-head collision. And so you're delivering bad news. You're dealing with people because they've suffered some kind of trauma, some kind of loss. They're without their car. They're injured. They can't fix food. Their house is not habitable because of a fire or a natural disaster. So the the deck is stacked that that we're dealing with people who are under tremendous stress. And and they have also been conditioned by lawyer ads to not trust claims adjusters. Oh my gosh, don't get me started on this. Have you seen how TV ads portray insurance claims people? Okay. so, and, and then caseloads. Caseloads are very high. It's often been said that when you're a claims person, no matter what the claim outcome, somebody's going to be upset. Either the claimant or policyholder is going to be upset because they think that you didn't pay them enough, or the bosses or higher-ups or the executives monitoring payments are upset because they think, you paid too much. And so, you know, in a lot of these situations, nobody is totally happy. And so stress is inherent in our job, even during normal times. But as we know, 
These are not normal times because for about a year we've had a little thing called COVID that has intruded into our lives. And COVID has likely jacked up our stress to new levels among claims people. First, you've got the influx of claims from businesses that are shut down or struggling to survive because their revenue was interrupted by COVID. And the, and the full effects of that litigation tsunami from COVID are still to be found and, and are not yet crashing totally uh, against the shores, but I predict that they will be. Also, increasingly, claims people are working from home. Uh, and, and there may be some initial euphoria about being able to shed the commute. Nobody likes to sit in traffic. But over time, a lot of people working from home have started feeling isolated and, and cut off from their tribe. And they find that they're missing the office environs. It's harder to feel part of a team when you're physically distanced from your department or team. Yeah, we've got Zoom. Zoom meetings are a weak substitute, but they've largely taken the place of periodic in-person get-togethers. Also, it's not as easy anymore when you've got a problem or a question about a claim to just walk down the hall to get the perspective of your supervisor or a peer in the next workstation or to convene a roundtable. Plus, there's all the social aspects that go into the work environment. Break rooms, birthdays, water cooler conferences, celebrations of company milestones, which uh, are not necessarily productive, but they strengthen the bonds of relationships that make work meaningful, and those have largely evaporated. Another factor is a lot of the admin support available to claim people is not as readily available when they work from home. When they work from home, they're not insulated from domestic chores, problems, and responsibilities like overseeing remote learning for their kids or juggling work and parenting responsibilities with their spouse or significant other. You know, say what you like about commuting to the office in bygone times, going to work served as a buffer demarcating our roles of personal and professional lives. And now those roles blur when claim professionals work from home. So there's a whole new layer of stress added on and a whole heightened need to manage that stress. So all of this is a recipe for increased stress combined with concerns about our own mortality from catching the virus, when we can get the vaccine, when we'll get back to normal, etc. So stress is a double-edged sword. There are those who argue that stress should not be eliminated. It's not inherently bad because a certain amount of stress in moderation, in the right dose, is necessary to motivate people to action. But there can be too much of a good thing. Without stress, without periodically getting outside of our comfort zones as claims professionals, we can lose opportunities to grow both professionally and personally. So each person, each claims professional, has to learn what stresses them out and find constructive coping mechanisms to deal with stress. Now again, I, I'm not uh, an, an expert on stress. I'm not a mental health professional. But I'm talking about constructive coping mechanisms. 
Self-medication through booze or other substances don't count, nor does playing hours and hours of online poker or watching Netflix for hours and hours. I would say constructive coping mechanisms can include exercise, meditation, and there are a ton of, of, of apps, some with free trials uh, that you can tr- check out for stress management. Taking all of your allotted vacation time, Americans typically l- you leave a huge amount of unused vacation time on the table and, and really getting away to refresh and enjoy a change of scenery. Then there are some people who argue that really stress is a matter of choice. No one can stress you out without your consent. This is a mind-over-matter approach suggesting that the claims person can opt to not become stressed out regardless of the number of new case assignments or that abrasive claimant who keeps calling you about the status of his car repair, his injury claim, his settlement check. The bottom line is, if you're frazzled and stressed out from your claims job, which I totally understand, especially in the era of COVID, you won't be able to be optimally productive. If you're emotionally and physically burned out, you can't operate at peak effectiveness. Put yourself first. Learn and employ a variety of methods to manage your stress level as a claim professional. You know, when you when you board flights, back in the days when we actually took uh, airplane trips, the flight attendants would say, in connection with the oxygen mask, put your own mask on first before helping your child if you're traveling with a child. The point is you can't help somebody else until you take care of yourself first. And that's where self-care and sometimes putting yourself first is really important. Another tip I think that's effective in stress management these days is to try to get outdoors in nature if you can, a park, uh, a lake, a body of water, just get outdoors, in the, especially if you can get out in direct sunlight for a period of time each day, regardless of the weather. Um, if, if you have a hard, hard stop to shut off work for a certain time each day, I've, I've read some authors who even say that they have a mantra, uh, uh, work shut down complete, at 5 o'clock or 5.30 or 6 o'clock. They have this mantra that signals to them. They say it, you know, even to themselves, uh, work shut down complete. And that means they are done by the end of the day. And also take frequent breaks from your work area. Walk the dog, uh, cultivate your hobby, pursue your hobby. But exercise, self-care, get ample sleep. And if, if you really are down in the dumps and overwhelmed by stress, seek professional help if you are in a deep rut. Well, I know I called this a five-minute focus, and we did run a little bit longer here, but I think it's important to take a look at stress, particularly in the era of COVID, which hopefully will be in our rearview mirror sometime this year. But that's, uh, that's it for this week's podcast from The Claims Coach. If you've enjoyed this content, uh, please subscribe on iTunes or on Spotify. Uh, or reach out to me. I am on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter. The handle is at ClaimsCoach. And have a great stress-free week. 
until the next issue of the Claims Coach podcast.